caterpillars, clients, friends, great people. Thank you so much for tuning in. And today we're going to be talking about how to get more sales on social media. So first thing is first, let's get this going. Sales are the lifeblood of any business. Okay. If you're not making sales then you don't have a business, right? That's where the money comes in. Sales is what drives income into your business. So it's what drives cash without cash flow, you do not have a business. Okay. Um, you know, if you're, if your business is struggling and you're not sure why, you know, this is you're having problems with that. You're having problems with this more sales is always the answer, right? You know, if you have infrastructure problems, if you did more sales, then you could pay to, to, uh, to build on that. If you had uh, more sales, you could hire more people, right? If you had more sales, you'd be making more money, right? So it's super, super, super important. And so that's why today we're going to talk about it. Um, we had a, uh, a request from Ray Maziri, um, R-E-I-M-I-S-I-R-I, -I -I, an amazing artist. And he asked me today to talk about uh, uh, how to get more sales on social media. And so thank you, Ray, for that uh, uh, recommendation. And we're going to talk about that today. So first thing you want to know about sales on social media is the difference between sales on social versus sales on like a website or sales on something like Craigslist, Kijiji, any of those direct sort of platforms, okay? Most people, when they think about sales, they think about somebody calling them and saying, hey, I'm ready to buy. How do I do this? What are the details of the purchase, right? That's what people want when they think sales, right? They want something that's right away, automatic. Hey, this is, this is uh, what I need. Can you provide it? And they say, yes, I can. Here's my money, right? Um, and you know that used to be the way to do sales, right? That used to be how things were, right? Maybe you advertised on TV, maybe you advertised in the newspaper, and when people were ready to buy, they called you, right? So that's important, right, to, to consider because that's the way things used to be. And to a certain degree, depending on the platform you're using, that it's still relevant, right? If you're using search engine optimization, where you use all the correct words in your website so that when people are looking up things that are relevant to that, that when they come there, they're fulfilling a need, right? But with social media, it's a little different. You're not fulfilling a need on social media. What you're doing is you're creating a need, okay? So on social media, the, you know, it, the, the, the lead does not look like, hey, uh, I'm ready to buy. What are the details? A lead on social media looks more like, hello, how are you, right? It actually starts out as a conversation, right? The key is with, with social media, if you really want to be successful with it, is that when you're on there, you want to be focused on forming relationships. And my biggest thing is I like to, hey, Ray, Ray just tuned in. And actually, Ray, you just missed it because I just gave you a shout out. Um, but yeah, so this is for you, my friend. So the main thing is that on social media, you know, think about this. I used to do uh, sales calls for, for this company called TELUS. It's a, it's in a Canadian uh, phone company. And... I used to call people on their phone, um, you know, totally uninvited, completely cold calls. Uh, and it was, uh, it was one of the hardest sales positions I've ever had to do. Okay. Um, you know, when you're calling somebody uh, on the phone, especially at their business and saying, Hey, you know, I have this thing to sell you. Right. Uh, most of the time people are not very um, open to hearing about what you have to say. Okay. Um, and the last thing they need is a salesperson. 
right? And so the thing that I love about social media is that when I message people on social media, I'm not messaging them while they're in the middle of work. I'm messaging them on a platform that they can reach out to me whenever they're, whenever they're ready and whenever they're not busy. And what happens is I can see their whole life, right? So instead of just calling and saying, hey, Mr. This person at ABC Company, uh, you know, I, I was wondering if you might be interested in this. I can look at someone's whole life on Instagram and say, oh, wow, you're interested in this. You're interested in this. You're interested in this. Oh, you like that. You do that on a regular basis. That's really cool, right? And with that information, I can start a friendship. Now, let me ask you something. Who would you much rather buy for, from, a salesperson or your friend? Now, assuming that your friend is not a total idiot, <laughs> right? But, you know, take, keep that in mind, right? When I do sales, I'm doing it with friends. I'm doing it with people that know me, that like me, and that trust me. And those are essential components for you to make a sale on social media and off social media, right? So I'm, what I'm doing here is I'm starting a friendship with people that by the time I'm ready to say, hey, you know what, you should buy from me. They're like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, I should. And, and they know that I'm not going to screw them over. They know that I'm, you know, they have their best interests in mind because we're friends. Right. And I didn't start the conversation with the sole purpose of saying, Hey, I think you should work with me and you should give me your money. No, I started the conversation with something that's like, Hey, I really like your dog. Really cute, uh, really cute uh, cottage you got there or right? whatever it may be. Right. And so how I really do that is I ask people and you know, anybody that's been tuning into these live videos will know. Um, and the podcast will know that my biggest and my favorite question to ask people is what's your focus right now? And the reason I ask what's your focus is because most people don't know how to answer that question. So what they do is they answer it in whatever way they want to. They tell you what they're, what they care about and what's most important to them in their life, but specifically in their life at that exact moment. Right. And here's the trick. Okay. You want to, when they tell you what they're focused on, engage with them on what they're focused on and do your best to help them in that moment. Because the more times that you help people and you put their best interests first, right? Even if they're saying my focus right now is, is, is watching Netflix, right? So you're going to want to engage with them in that and say, what are you watching? Tell me more about it, right? Let them talk about the things that they want to talk about. That not only is that what, what a good friend does, they listen, but that's really where you're going to help you establish the fact that they can trust you because you're not just saying, Hey, this is what I want to do. This is what's good for me. Can we do this? No, you're saying, Hey, what are you focused on? And then the, the idea is that you find that common ground, right? You say, Hey, okay, that that's what you're doing. Okay. This is what I'm doing. This is the same. Or can you bring that together? Or you say, you know, I can help you in some way, either by, let's say if someone says to me, Oh, Bo, my focus right now is growing my following at a reasonable price, right? I'm going to say, okay, I can help you with that, right? Because that's very clear that I can do that. And then I can offer them my business. But if I can't, if they're saying, you know, uh, my, my plumbing is messed up right now, I'm not going to say, you know, what you need is followers on social media, right? No, it doesn't work like that because, you know, if they have a plumbing problem at that moment, I can't make it, I can't make social media, I can't make, I can't pretend that social media is the solution because they're not stupid. Okay. Most people are not idiots. Okay. And so what I would do is I would refer them to a valuable contact. I like to refer people to, to other people who I and connect people who I think are going to benefit each other. And by doing that, I'm getting, I'm securing a future uh, referral from that person. And I'm, and I'm 
potentially going to get a valuable contact referred to me, right? And then eventually, if you can't do either of those things, what I like to do too is just offer support and good, good, um, you know, good advice or, 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 or positive encouragement. Say, hey, you know what, what you're doing is great. I really like it. You know, um, you know, keep up the good work, things like that, right? Um, and, and again, because you're not trying to sell them on the first point. You know, hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, Zara, everybody. Hey, Leanne. Stop trying to sell people in the first conversation, right? Because that's not what selling on social media is, right? That's, that's a salesperson. That's not a social situation. Build the relationship. Start with the friendship by asking people what's, what, what matters to them and then, and then give that to them, right? Here's the thing. Most people want to sell online, but they don't know what selling online looks like. Selling online means you're serving, you're serving people, and you're adding value. If you are serving people at the highest level possible, you're adding value with all of your posts, people will come to you. And that's the magic. And here's the other thing too, is like when people come to you, it's not going to be, hey, I'm ready to buy it. It might be a, hey, how are you? Let that conversation happen. Let it happen and engage in that conversation. Right? And I'm going to show you guys what to do with that conversation in the long run. Another thing about social media I want to mention as well, it's about being vulnerable and being real. Okay. You know, building trust is hard enough as it is, especially in person or not especially, but like in person in particular, but especially online. Okay. Because when was the last time you trusted someone more over a computer screen than you did face to face? Never happens, right? We build trust more face to face. That's how human beings work. Okay. So if you want to, um, separate yourself from the pack of people who are not trusted online and the people who are, it's very easy to, dis to, to make yourself distinct in this industry today. All you have to do is be real, be vulnerable, be authentic, right? I'll come online and maybe I'll say something like, you know, I've been doing social media for six years. And I'll tell you the biggest problem that I have is I'm too real with people. Sometimes I'm too real and people hate that. Well, some people hate that. My customers love it. A lot of people hate it. Right. And the thing is, is that that might seem like it's too personal, maybe too vulnerable. You know, you, you know, Bo, you've been doing social media for so long. You know, uh, you're, you're saying you struggle with, with being authentic online. Like, yeah, that's a common problem for people. And I actually deal with that. So to say I'm perfect and everything's fine and you should all be on social media and you're not going to relate to that. You're not going to believe me. But if I tell you that, yeah, sometimes it's hard for me to have an authentic voice online. Sometimes it's hard to be myself, but I do it anyways. You're going to be able to relate to that. And if you, if I can articulate your problem better than you can, you're just going to automatically assume I have the solution. And then you'll come to me. And when you say, Hey, what's the solution? I say my business, right? So the key again, Trust is super hard to build, but if you are being vulnerable, being real, people can sense it and they will appreciate that. I promise you. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about is farming versus hunting. Okay. Farming versus hunting is the difference between long-term and short-term networking. Okay. Um, I like to say this phrase where I say the best, the best time to start networking and filling up your sales funnel is always yesterday. Okay. 
you need to be building up this sales funnel. So, you know, with hunting, that's more of fulfilling the need, right? So, you know, if I need, uh, uh, you know, uh, a chocolate bar, I know that I'm going to go to the corner store, I'm going to buy the chocolate bar, and then I, I'm hunting for exactly what I need, right? I'm going there, get it, gone, right? For that particular type of business model, it works perfectly, right? But with social media, again, it's very much relationship-based, right? And so if you want to have success, think about the people that you've just met, someone you've just met, even if you're just meeting me now, right? And then think about someone that you've known for 10 years plus. Do you talk to that person the same way that you talk to somebody you just met? Absolutely not. If, if you've known someone for 10 years and they come up to you and say, John, Cindy, I am telling you right now that I found something that works for you. You would love this in particular. I know you, I know you well. This would work for you really, really well. And uh, I tried it, it's amazing. Let's, let's give it a shot, okay? If somebody who you've never met before comes to you and says the exact same words with the exact same tone, you're going to be like, sorry, buddy, I, and I don't know. I have to think about it. Let me take a look, do some research, right? And so there's a major difference. And the problem is, is that we get online. Hey, Tracy, how you doing? Um, we get online and we forget that just because, you know, there's a, there's a screen here in front of us, we forget that people actually need time to build trust. People need time to build these relationships. That there's a difference between someone you just met and someone you've known for years. I don't know what it is, but as soon as the screen comes, people forget, right? It's just so weird. And so, uh, so, so again, the main thing that you wanna do is instead of trying to hunt for sales and going to say to someone, hey, you, know, you're, uh, you should buy from me, or maybe you should buy from me, and you spend every single day you know, maxing out your DMs, sending messages to people and saying, hey, well, you're ready to buy from me. Hey, are you ready to buy from me? It's such a waste of time and energy and resources, okay? What you should be doing is farming those relationships, planting seeds every single day and watering those seeds every single day using content, okay? When you follow somebody, when you interact with somebody for the first time, that's planting the seed. When you post content and you nurture engagement by re replying to comments, liking people's pictures back, you know, engaging in that way, that's watering. Okay. And so it's really, really important that you do that because there's again, like for me personally, I get sales, like I get leads for sales almost every day. Okay. And the reason why I get that is because I've spent the last six years reaching out to new people and using content to talk to those people on a regular basis, as well as engaging with people and building relationships. So I'm getting leads now, I'm getting leads today, but I'm telling you those leads came from actions that I took sometimes a month ago, sometimes three months ago, sometimes a year ago, sometimes five years ago. I've had leads show up nine years after they met me and after they engaged with me online. And then they were ready to buy from me after nine years. Okay. That if you, anybody that listens to Gary V will know it's about the long-term game here, people. And that's the difference. That's the difference between someone who wins on social media and somebody who doesn't because the person who's trying to get sales, get sales, get sales, get sales, get sales. You can do that. Just not on social media. You can have that attitude just not on social media. On social media, you want to get friends, 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 get friends 
And then you have a huge network of people who are ambassadors for you, who support you, who are willing to refer people to you, who know what you do and trust you and, and share that trust with, with potential clients, right? That's what you want, right? And so people ask me, well, how do I engage with people? You know, how do I do that watering? And first thing is being consistent with your content, which we're going to talk about as well. But um, I like to do this thing called the 5521 rule. Five, five, two, one rule is basically engaging with at least five new people per day. Okay. And, uh, you can do this with people that are currently following you as well. It's still relevant. Um, but I call it the five, five, two, one rule. So the five, two, five, two, one rule is basically you talk to five new people a day. Okay. And you can't talk to everybody, right? There's millions, hundreds and hundreds of millions of people online, right? Um, on, on social media. So you can't talk to everybody. You don't want to talk to everybody. Not everybody's your target market. Um, but you pick five people that you think could either take your business to the next level, um, either by through a strategic partnership or maybe somebody who could be potentially a client um, or maybe somebody who could, you know, be a distributor or a referral system or whatever, maybe. Right. And then you're going to, what you're going to do is with the, going to talk to five people. You're going to like, you're going to, uh, like five pictures, right? So go in there, go into their page and like five pictures. That should take you no more than 10 seconds, right? Like, 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 right? And it's better if you strategically like as well, right? Um, again, not just uh, liking the first five, but uh, like, you know, going in and liking individual ones that you genuinely do like. Um, and then you do the two, the two represents two comments. So again, five people, five likes, five likes each, two comments each. So you might like, 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 hey, cute dog, like, 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 hey, uh, you know, this is an awesome sweater, where'd you get it? And then the last one, the number one is for the one DM or the direct message, right? So if I, if I talk to five people a day and I like five pictures of them each, comment twice on each, and send one DM each. Okay. Now they've seen, they go into their notifications. They see like, 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 like two comments. They're going to notice you. Okay. They're going to see it amongst all the one individual likes here and there. They're going to see your little spread. So it separates you from the pack. And then they see that you're commenting so that it's real. And that's, the, that's the key with the comments as well. What you really want to do is focus on, um, let's try to say, just want to wave to some of these people here. What you really want to do is, uh, make comments that are genuine, right? Cause you know, you see comments all the time of like, Hey, great photo. No, that's not enough. Mention something in the photo so that they know, Hey, this person's actually a real human being. This is not a robot and they are genuinely engaging with me. And that's cool. And then when you send the one direct message after now they're knowing, Hey, this isn't just a direct message from someone who's trying to sell me something. This is someone who, who is actually interested in me, right? And if they're interested in me, then maybe they'll want to, you know, do something. Right. So again, five, five, two, one rule, five people a day, five, five likes each, two comments each and one direct message each. And if you do that every day for at least three months, I promise you that you're going to see some results, some sales. I don't know. It, that's going to depend on how good you are at this and, and uh, you know, how often you're tuning into these podcasts and, and live videos, um, you know, training yourself and educating yourself. Uh, but, but I'm telling you, if you do that every single day for 90 days, you're going to see a massive improvement in your business. Now, most people won't do that because it, that requires consistency. And, uh, 
you know, and, and I, I give people the recipe for success every single day. And people, you know, it's funny because people always say like, oh, you know, uh, I know you don't want to give away your secrets. I said, I do want to give away my secrets. I've been trying to give away my secrets for years, but people, people don't want to hear it. You know, it's like, uh, it's like with video people are like, what's your secret to video? How do you get better on video? I said, practice. I said, yeah, I know, but what's the little trick that I could use? I say, practice. I know, but if I were to practice, <laughs> right? And people hate it because when work's involved, people are like, oh man, social media is supposed to be easy, right? Um, and so happiness underscore initiative says on both IG and Facebook, I would say this, the strategy I'm talking about with the 5521 rule is mainly about uh, Instagram. You can technically do it on Facebook as well, but uh, I find Instagram's a little bit more... Um, uh, more of that, that quick social environment. Facebook's more like a, a warm market. These are your friends, your family, people you've known for a very long time, okay? Um, so the other thing that's important too is clear branding, okay? People complain about lack of sales quite a bit and, um, and then they don't have a website in their bio, right? The thing is, is people are extra lazy in today's day and age, okay? They're extra, extra lazy. So, um, yes, okay, cool. So uh, Sophie says, I did note that strategy when you did that in my Instagram account. And yes, I noticed and tweaked my interest. Awesome. Sweet, okay, cool. So again, clear branding is so important. People are lazy. If they don't, if they, if they don't know exactly what to do and it's not very clear, you don't give them like blatant steps and say, hey, excuse me, Mr. Sheep, do X, Y, Z, click here, go to the website in my bio and, and, and book a time to talk with me or do this and this and that, whatever. If it's not that clear and it's not that easy, people will, will skip it. It could be, I, it's crazy. I've had situations where I've offered people massive opportunities and because they had to click through another page, they weren't interested in it. It was just too much work. I, I, I forgot, I lost it, whatever. So if, if you think that getting someone's money out of their pocket is hard, like you, you really want to make sure you make everything else as easy as possible. Getting to your website, knowing what that website is, buying from you, make everything super easy because taking money out of their pocket to give that to you is hard enough as it is. So make everything else easy, okay? Um, have that call button right on your, on your page, have the email button right on your page. If you don't have a business page, uh, for your business, um, and you're just using a personal page, I recommend you turn it into a business page. And how you do that is by opening up a Facebook business page for your, uh, for your business. And then you're going to, um, go into the settings of your Instagram account and you're going to convert it into a business page. Um, and then in order to do that, you're going to need to link it to that Facebook business page. Okay, so, so open the Facebook business page first and then go on to your settings and connect it to that um, by turning it into a business account. And with that, you're gonna have the call, the email buttons, you'll have um, insights, all types of really great different tools that will help you sell better online. Okay, so the next one I wanna talk about is consistency of content, okay? So, you know, uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, because um, majority of the time in our, in our society today, in order for us to buy and make a purchase, um, we need to see something like an advertisement on average between six to 12 times, okay? Six to 12 times. I can see an advertisement 10, 15, 20 times. 
And then it's not till one of my friends goes, hey, you know, uh, have you seen that thing? I'm like, yeah, 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 I've checked that out. Why is it good? Like, yeah, yeah, you should check it out. And then I go buy it. I need to hear it from multiple sources several times, okay? So this is why content consistency is so important. Content is really the difference between someone who's making successful social media campaigns and someone who's not. I'm telling you right now, and the consistency of content. People always ask me, Bo, what's the one secret to success if you have to narrow it down on social media? And I say the same thing every time, it's consistency. Because it's the one thing that most people don't do. Why do you think most people are not successful on social media? Because it's the one thing that takes work that is the, the, the key to all of its success. Right? I've been posting every day for almost six years. And people say, oh, well, you know, how did you get so, so many followers? How did you get this? I'm like, yeah, man, fucking work. That's how. Consistency, that's how. Right? So consistency of content is, is important because people, neurologically speaking, they need to see something multiple times in order for them to create the necessary neural pathways to tell the brain to be able to make a decision, right? And once they make that decision, then they're able to go out and do it, right? They're able to go out and, 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 and act on that decision. But unless that thick brain pathway is there from multiple repetitions, almost the same way a muscle would, uh, be set up right through repetitions over time right you build up that brain that pathway they need that to make that active decision to make a purchase from you so unless you've had multiple experiences with a business then you're not it's not going to happen and if you're an online business or if you're not a brick and mortar where people are not walking by you and you're not getting that foot traffic right you need to have a system that's getting in front of people's eyeballs and 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 programming their mind to activate it for you you know, the, the, the old idea used to be power to the people. Nowadays, it's power to the pupil. The person who controls your eyes controls your mind. And where are the eyeballs at right now? They're on phones, okay? People are crossing the damn street with cars, a thousand pound vehicles flying at them, and they'd rather look at their phone, okay? That's where the eyeballs are, and that's where you need to be. And you need to be there regularly and consistently, because if you're not, your competitors are. I'm telling you that right now. If you're not willing to be consistent on social media, your competition is. Okay, so that's important. The other thing about being consistent with content is that it establishes yourself as the trusted advisor. People, if you wanna sell on social media, here's the trick, teach. I'm gonna repeat that. If you want to sell on social media, teach something. Teaching, establish yourself as the trusted advisor, and that's when people come to you and they ask you questions. Right. If I go to a retail store, let's say I'm going into a, a Best Buy and I'm trying to buy a Mac laptop. Right. And I see one guy who's giving all the details, knows everything about it. And then I see the new guy. I want to talk to the guy who knows all the details. I want to talk to the guy who knows his stuff. Even better yet, a better example would be a doctor. Let's say you go to a doctor. Right. And you're deciding who, which doctor you should choose. Are you going to choose the guy that you have confidence that this person is a trusted advisor? And that you can, you know, that this person has the right information or you're going to trust someone who's kind of like, oh, I'm not sure. Or, you know, yeah, I had some experience in that. No, you want to talk to the person who's knowledgeable. And so oftentimes that's who we buy from, especially in today's day and age. So the more you teach, the more you add value, the more you're adding, the more you're of service on your platform, the more you're going to be that considered that trusted advisor and the easier it is to make a sale with somebody. Because at that point, once they trust you, then they're going to say, well, okay, Thanks to you for all that information. Now, what do I do? What actions do I take? And that's when you say, 
Well, the first step is you go to my website. The first step is you, you know, set up a meeting with me. The first step is, you know, you, uh, you, you give me a phone call and, we'll, and, we'll, and, we'll, and you close the sale, right? That's how you do it. So the other thing is, and this is a little trick that I've always been doing. And, uh, you know, I hate giving this stuff away on, on live, uh, you know, and telling my audience this um, because it kind of defeats the purpose of what I'm doing. But at the same time, I really want you guys to know this consistently marketing your social media is not always about posting about your product. And that drives me nuts. Cause you see it all the time. People posting about their products over and over and over and over. Listen, social media, especially Instagram in particular, it's like a party. Okay. When was the last time you went to a party and there was a guy there trying to sell you a bunch of stuff. And you were like, yeah, that guy's super chill. Remember that guy who was trying to sell us stuff all night? I really like that guy. We should go back and call him and hang out. With him. No, no, it doesn't happen, right? Because no one likes to be sold, but it's in particular on a social platform, right? And so how I get around that is I really focus on what's the decision that's actually being made. Okay. In that moment of decision, when someone says, I want to buy this product or service, what's happening in the brain neurologically. Okay. Really what's happening is we're processing emotions. The only part of the brain that can actually make a decision is the emotional part of the brain. So all of our decisions are made emotionally. All of our decisions are made to gain pleasure or to avoid pain. They're all emotionally based. Okay. And here's the thing. Most people will disagree and say, no, 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 I make logical decisions. No, 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 you don't. I'm sorry to break it to you. You may have made some logical decisions in the past because it makes you feel good to be logical. Okay. So let's just be clear about that. All right. And so if someone is making all of their decisions emotionally, then how do we capitalize on that? So how I like to do that is I like to use content that doesn't necessarily sell anything. I'm not trying to sell a single thing with my content like by actively saying, Hey, here's the product you can buy. How I sell is by posting content that is of service to people that adds value, but it also evokes a particular type of emotion. And the particular type of emotion that it evokes is the before the during and the after emotion that someone would feel when they purchase your product or service. Okay. I'm gonna say that again. The before, the during, and the after emotions that someone would feel in purchasing your product or service. Let's think about this for a second. Let's say you're a hairdresser, right? And you're thinking to yourself, or you want to get more sales for your, for your uh, barbershop or whatever it may be. Excuse me. So when someone's about to get a haircut, what happens? Let's look at me, for example. And, you know, if you're watching this on video, you'll know how clear I, clearly I need a haircut, okay? <laughs> because I would look in the mirror and go, oh, my God. My hair is so frizzy. It's, it's getting way too long. I don't feel myself. I, I, I don't feel, I don't feel like good looking. I don't feel, I don't feel um, at my best. Right. So, so this before I, before I, and then what happens is I go, you know what I need? I need a haircut. But before I said, you know what I need? I need a haircut. I felt the emotions of uh, like something's not right. Something's not good. Right. Um, and you know, there was, there was a, there was a lack there. Right. Um, and so by using social media content to evoke similar emotions without saying, Hey, you should feel this, but just actually posting something that makes them feel it just by looking at it, similar to like a piece of art. Right. 
what's going to happen is they're going to have that emotion and they're going to relate that emotion to you. And especially if you're being relatable, because you can, if you can, like I said before, if you can articulate a person's problem better than they can, they'll automatically assume you have the solution. So using these emotions to say, Hey, I know how you feel. I know where you're at. That's super important for sales, right? Because in sales, you're trying to help someone get somewhere emotionally. And you can't help someone get anywhere if you don't know where they're at. If you say to me, hey, Bo, how do I, how do, uh, how do I get you to, uh, to, to Vancouver? Say, well, where are you? I, I don't know. Well, that completely depends on the process then. Right? You need to know where you're at to know where you're going to go. Right? So that's important. So the during emotion would be considered you, you actually doing the work. Thanks, Irene. Appreciate it, buddy. Um, yeah, the, the during emotion is you actually doing the work, okay? So, so watching a video like this, guys, is my during emotion, okay? I'm talking to you right now the way I would my clients. I'm, I'm giving you the feeling of confidence when I speak through these videos, okay? And that's essentially what we're trying to do here, right? We're trying to not only establish ourselves as the trusted advisors, like we mentioned before, right? Um, but make people feel like if I do business with this person, this is what it's going to feel like. And that's what I want. Right now, the after emotion is really the main reason why any person buys. Okay. People, people buy a nice watch. It's not because they want the watch. It's not because they want a piece of metal and plastic and whatever put together. They want the nice watch because of how it makes them feel. Even if they only bought a little Timex, just a basic, 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 you know, whatever. It's because you want to feel secure about being on time, <laughs> right? Everything we do is for the feeling, right? And so if you can show someone through your content, evoke that same emotion, what's going to happen is people are going to start assuming that you have the key to that emotion. So I'll give you an example with my business. When people look at my page, they, I have a lot of relatable things on there. So they say, oh, God, you know what? This is where I'm at. A lot of people struggling with social media are actually struggling with their mental health in one way or another. Right? So they, people, people watch my page and they go, hey, this guy's talking about mental health. Hey, I've, I felt that. I know that. That's been something with me. Hey, you know, I relate to that. This guy knows where I'm at. And then when we show social media, a lot of that stuff is based on not selling social media services, but selling significance, selling success. So people can go from feeling depressed and anxious to feeling successful. He's got both of those emotions right there. How do I get that? Well, the bridge must be the during emotion. The during emotion, if, if, he got, if he got to where he was at, to where he is now, he can do that for me. How does he do that? Through my business. And that's really what you're trying to do by consistently marketing these things and these types of content of, of emotional based content uh, over time. And, it, and it, it's cumulative and it compounds. So like, you know, my, the effect of my brand is much more effective over the last six years than it has been for someone who's just starting. You've got to build that stuff. And then the longer you build, the longer you're consistent in one topic, the, the harder it will be for people to push you out of that, out of that space, to push you out of your position, right? <clears throat> There's a lot of people that can come and be social media experts, but 
and, and, and claim to do a better job than me, but no one can go back in time. And that's one thing that Butterfly Influence as a company it has created a solid foundation with, is that we've been consistent doing the same thing year after year after year, and you can never replace that. And I'm just telling you based on how many leads I get, right? So the other thing I want to mention too is, and again, on that note as well, I should say, have faith, right? Because, you know, marketing all this stuff over, you know, I'm telling you to wait three months minimum, but like, you know, wait a year, wait two years, wait three years and see where your business is. If you keep doing what I'm telling you to do, that's hard. But if you have faith and you listen to what I'm telling you, and this is funny because I do it every single time. I tell people, if you do X, Y, Z, if you put eggs, flour, sugar, milk, whatever, you're going to have a chocolate cake and people go, cool. Love that. Thanks for the secrets, man, on how to make cake. But I'm just going to do one thing and not use eggs or milk. What? <laughs> like trying to tell you people, man, I, there's a recipe. If you just listen and you have faith in what I'm telling you to do, you stay consistent with one topic for at least three to 12 months. I'm telling you, your business will change. Okay. And the last thing I want to say about consistency of content and the content in general is storytelling, right? So many people lose this factor. Right. I see this all the time where someone says, well, you know, I'm, I'm, my business is growing. So I wanted to just delete all my pictures and, and start new. Okay. Don't get me wrong. If like, if all your pictures in the past were like absolutely terrible, then go ahead, delete them. But there's, some, there's a beauty in keeping that. There's a beauty. in if you scroll back through my, my page, you can see me, you know, living in a basement apartment, you know, telling stupid, stupid, horrible jokes. I'm telling you, they were the worst jokes. Okay. But I told them anyway, and I stay consistent with it. And now today it's funny because you'd think that people would see that and go, Oh, that's so unprofessional. But no, what people do is they look back and they go, wow, look how much you've grown, Bo. Look how much you've changed. It's so cool to see from where you were to where you are now. Right. That, that, that makes people feel like they know you. And when people feel like they know you, then they can trust you and then they can do business with you. Okay. So keeping that storytelling is a super important and, and embrace your story. People say, Oh, my story is not interesting. Yeah. How do you know? You never know how your story is going to affect someone. I'm telling you guys, I used to tell stupid jokes, like just ridiculous jokes that are not even funny. And you know, I tell them anyways, and people would message me, swear to God, they would message me and say, your videos, have gotten me through the day after my friend committed suicide. I watched your videos with my dying grandfather and that was the moments we spent together. This is me telling dumb jokes, people. It's insane. So don't assume that your story is not interesting because we all have a story and it could be relatable right? Tell your story and be vulnerable, be authentic, be real and tell people how you felt about all of it. Right? You know, I talk a lot about mental health on my page because I struggled with mental health. I struggle with it. And I, I, I've gone on online straight up and told people I struggled with drug addiction. I struggled with depression and anxiety and staying stuck in my house in a basement apartment in one tiny room stuck in there for like a week or two at a time, not showering, not doing anything. Because I want people to know 
that there's a story behind this. It's not just some bullshit. I'm not just saying it to say it. And if you're not sure what business you should be in at this point, right? Thanks, Irene. Appreciate you too. If you're not sure what business you should be in at this point, think back about your story. You know, people always talk about a businesses that has competitive advantages. I'll tell you one competitive advantage. No one can ever have your story. No one can ever have your exact map of the world and your set of experiences. So use that to your advantage and don't be afraid to tell that story. Okay. So another thing that I want to mention as well is gathering feedback. Okay. This is super important for sales. Okay. You know, if you, if you just try the same thing over and over and over and over and it doesn't work, that's not getting sales. And especially in today's day and age where things are moving, changing, transforming constantly. Right. So in order for you to really um, increase your sales, you need to be aware of what's stopping your sales. Okay. So when I first started, I would, you know, ask people a lot of questions, gather a lot of feedback. And the second someone gave me feedback that I knew was real, I'd apply it and I'd fix it. I'd fix my business. I'd say, okay, that's what, you know, what was the issue? Well, your website was a little this, or, uh, you know, I had a trouble with, uh, with what you said there. Immediately I go and change that. Fix it. Right. And the other thing about doing this consistently and gathering feedback consistently is that it helps you understand and, and handle these objections before they even come. I might talk to someone and I might say, you know, Hey, listen, um, I really like your, your, uh, your, your, your page. And, um, I think it could do really well. Now, the thing is, I don't want you to lose your authenticity because I think that's so important to you. So important for you. But I think there's, there's a tool that I can help you with that will help you get real and targeted followers, real genuine followers. And the reason why I say that sentence in the way I did is because I know through my experiences of talking with people, listening to feedback, that people don't want fake followers. They're afraid to, they're afraid to be inauthentic online, right? And they don't want to buy followers, right? And so I, before someone even like gives like, uh, before someone even gives me that objection and says, well, I don't want this or I don't want that. I've already answered it. So by the time it's their turn to talk, they go, well, how, where do I get started? And the only way that you're going to do that is by listening. And here's another point I want to make on that particular point. The point is, is that some of you need to wake up and smell the reality coffee. Okay. A big reason why a lot of you are not getting sales is because you're delusional. And I don't know who needs to hear this, and, and, but I, I'm going to give it to you in a very, very straight talk right now, because I feel like that's what you need to hear. I'm not talking to anyone in particular, and that's why I can do this, because <laughs> I never say this to one person individually. I don't want to hurt their feelings, but maybe you watching this right now, and this applies to you. You need to wake up and smell the fucking coffee, okay? If people are not taking money out of their pocket and giving it to you, your service and your product is not good enough. Ouch. I'm sorry, but that's the reality. People say, oh, you know, uh, my friends and family thought it was a really good idea. Well, did your friends and family buy from you? Oh, no, no, no. They, I mean, they didn't need it for that. Okay. Oh, oh, they didn't need it. Oh, right. right. Or, oh, they didn't have the money at the time. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 How many times have uh, you not had money for snacks and you bought snacks anyway? Because you just needed a snack. 
I'm talking about personal experience right now, obviously. I love snacks, right? But if you really need something and it really adds value or serves you in some way, you're gonna find the money for it, okay? And so that's the key, is that there is money to be made. But a lot of you are so entitled that you think, oh, I made this business, it's such a good idea, everyone's gonna wanna buy it. No, most of the time, the first thing, you know, let's say a business doesn't grow, uh, yeah, high folks underscore edible says munchies. Yeah, that's a huge reason. Yeah, and shout out to high folks edibles. Uh, high folks, at, so it's at high folks underscore edibles. And uh, you can check out high folks edibles.com. It's H I G H F O L K S edibles. Uh, and uh, you know, it's a, a cooking company that actually fuses together, um, like really healthy, incredible foods with uh, cannabis, which is incredible. It's a pretty awesome t- tool. And these guys also uh, sponsored the influencer society party that we did, where we gathered together networking uh, influencers and things like that. And uh, and you know, it, it, the reality is, is that again, people don't listen to this feedback enough to know that there's something that needs to be changed here, right? And you see it all the time. Again, your friends and family, oh, it's really great, it's really great. Next time somebody says that to you, they say, it's really great, it's a great idea. Say, great, would you like to buy? If it's so great, are you ready to buy then? I should, should I get my wallet out? Should I get my e-transfer ready? Should I get my Stripe, my PayPal, are you ready to buy? You go, oh, well, no, no, no. If they say no, and say, what would it take for you to make this, for you to wanna buy this right away? What would it take for you to need this? Because that's really what money is. It's a representation. It's, it's two things, actually. Number one, it's, it's an exchange of time. So when you give someone money, you're giving them time. You spent time to earn this money, and I'm giving you this money so I can have what you spent time to, to make. It's like a form of exchanging of time. But it's also a way to uh, exchange value and to say, hey, this is how much service and how much value you provided for me. Right. And so if you're not adding the most value possible, that highest level of value, people will not give you money. It's just how it works. And if you're not, if you're not getting that money, ask yourself, what do I need to do? What do I need to do to make this better? And talk to people, ask them, say, if you're not ready to buy, what would make you ready to buy? And no pressure. I'm not trying to sell you on anything, but I want to make sure my product is the best product out there. So what would I need to do to make this something that you'd want to have right now? And then when they give you that information, use it. Okay. Here's another thing that I noticed too is, you know, we have a program that um, helps you engage with more people and, uh, uh, you know, we end up following more people for you and it, um, you know, a lot of times people, um, comment and they say, you know, Bo, I, I got on this program and, and, and now I'm not seeing my friends anymore. All I'm seeing is all these new people, right? And, you know, as I see my friends here and there, but I'm not really seeing like, you know, my, my usual thing. It's not really fun to be on Instagram anymore. My timeline is all messed up. I say, well, that's how you're looking at it, right? And, um, you know, I, sorry, hi folks, Edibles says, uh, I've been watching for a while and things started to pop once I started to listen. Well, you know, that's the biggest thing. First of all, high folks underscore edibles has been tuning into these podcasts every single week. He doesn't miss a single one. And so educating yourself and, and expanding on your skill sets is huge. This is why we do this stuff so that people can learn and be better. 
right? The more information you have, the more, you know, books you read, the more webinars you watch, the better you're going to get at this. So improving your, on your skills is huge. And it's, you know, uh, he went from, uh, having, uh, the other day, what was it? The other day, um, he got, uh, three times the amount of likes on one post than he actually had his followers. And that was mind blowing. And we, and I told him, I was like, the reason why you did that is because you've been tuning in and listening, which is amazing. Right. So I appreciate that. But again, the biggest thing is when I was mentioning about the timeline is that people look at their timeline and they're so used to using it leisurely. They're so used to using it in a social state of mind. And this is one when I, when I try to tell people, I'm like, when you, when you're trying to sell shit online and you're trying to catalog stuff and say, Hey, here's what I do. Here's my, here's my business. Here's my, here's my sale. Like think about your state of mind when you're leisurely scrolling, you're not really thinking about business. You're scrolling because you want to have a leisurely experience. Right. And so the difference is, is that when you start marketing yourself and you start following more people, engaging with more people, um, your timeline, you need to start looking at that differently. I don't use my timeline anymore as a, as a way to leisurely scroll. Sometimes I do, but mainly the reason why I use my timeline is for business and how you use your timeline for business is instead of using it as a tool to, uh, to hang out and chat with friends, I use it as a tool to gather feedback and information about my target audience very quickly. Okay. So I'll post something and you know, I might post uh, you know, a, a picture or a video or whatever. And a lot of the times the comments that I get was, Oh bro, I swear to God, I was just thinking about that. Well, you just took the words right out of my mouth. Right. And so the reason why I'm able to create that relatability factor is because I'm constantly watching my timeline for what people are thinking. You know, marketing in the past used to be incredibly difficult. You'd have to talk to people, you know, do surveys, focus groups. Now all that shit is right online. You can go on and straight up just like see what everyone is thinking. What does Facebook say on their, on their status? What's on your mind? If you know what is on someone's mind, you know how to sell them. So go on your, on your uh, timeline and see what people are thinking. If you're not sure how to sell, or what to sell and what, you know, what people are focused on and how to cure, how to, how to take what you're doing and, and, and make it in a way that is sellable so that people are, you're talking about what people are focused on. Look at your timeline, look at your timeline for 10, 15 minutes and take notes on some, some patterns that you're noticing of what people are thinking about and then make a marketing campaign based on that. Make your next post based on that. If the Super Bowl is going on and every single post is about the Super Bowl and you post something about, hey, did you know this fun fact about cheese? No one's going to care. But if you make a fun fact about cheese using the Minnesota hat or whatever, I don't know if it's Minnesota, but like that big cheese hat that some of those football players uh, or football fans wear, right? Then you're on the right track. And now it's going to be relevant to what's happening in that moment. It's topical now. And so people are going to engage with it. If you're not, here's one thing I've learned and not just social media, becoming an adult <laughs> is that people don't give a fuck about you. And, and, I, and I don't mean to sound so aggressive, but it's true. What do people care about themselves? That's it. That's, and it's not bad. It's not good. It's just what is. So if you can accept that, then you can get exactly what you want. You can get everything you want by helping other people get what they want and helping yourself in the process. Okay. So, 
Last thing I want to talk about is moving the conversation off of the platform. Okay. So people are, uh, I'm not getting sales. Uh, you know, I'm, I struggle to get sales online. I, you know, I'm on Instagram all the time. I'm not getting any sales. Stop trying to get sales on Instagram. Okay. Let me make that very, very clear. Stop trying to get sales on Instagram. If you're having the discussion about business in your direct messages, it's completely unprofessional and people are not in the headspace to close a sale. And there's nowhere to close the sale on Instagram. When people say, well, there's a shop now button. And where does it take you off of Instagram? You cannot make sales on Instagram. Stop trying to do that. How do you make sales? Well, you move it to an in-person meeting, a phone call, your website, an email, any more professional platform than on Instagram. Okay. My, my favorite's the phone call. So I tell people, Hey, you know what? That's a great question. And I'd love to answer that for you. But since I don't want to get arthritis in my arms and car carpal tunnel, whatever it's called, uh, I, I'm not going to type out five hours worth of stuff. Let's have a 15 minute conversation instead. Click the link in my bio, book a time to talk with me. And, uh, and you and I will have a conversation. I'll call you at that exact time. Boom, done. Right. And now we're gonna have a phone conversation where we can have we can build trust, we can build rapport, we can answer questions faster, people are in a better state of mind for make, making purchases, right? Maybe an in-person meeting, someone might say, hey, you know what, it's a really great thing, I would love to have that conversation with you. What are you doing on Thursday, or what are you doing on Wednesday or Thursday? Giving people those two options to choose from. Hey, Wednesday or Thursday, I'm free, uh, you know, around five o'clock, which one works better for you? I'd love to grab a coffee with you. I'd love to sit down and buy you a coffee, right? Um, say, you know, Hey, or they have this question about this. Hey, that's a great question. All that information is available on our website. If you click the link in my bio, click on, go on the services page. You'll be able to see it there. Someone might say, Hey, you know, that's really great. I, I want, I want to try it out. This sounds interesting. Okay, great. Instead of us talking about it on here, let's get together on email and I'll send you some of the details. You know, and you think there's not really much of a difference being on email than, you know, having a conversation direct and direct messages It's still text. Right. But the trick is, is that people are in a different state of mind when they check their email versus when they're on Instagram. It's just how it is. Right. And so you might be able to have the exact same conversation on an email and it'll be 10 times more effective because people are not in that social state of mind. Okay. So that being all said, guys, you know, um, sales is the lifeblood of your business. If you didn't get a chance to, 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 um, you know, if you're just tuning in now, just keep in mind, you can go check this out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, Facebook.com slash Butterfly Influence. We save all the videos there and all the webinars there. I uh, can go back and learn and educate yourself on this stuff. Because I'm telling you, you know, and not just, you know, not just with my stuff, but sales in general. You know, look up uh, Zig Ziglar. Look up uh, Tom Hopkins. Look up Grant Cardone. If you really want to see something awesome about sales, listen to Grant Cardone, the 10X rule and in all of his books, really, you know, um, th this is important stuff. Guys, this is the lifeblood of your business. If you're not making sales, you're not in business. Okay. And I'll tell you right now, the first sale I ever made in my business was the most important one because it inspired me for every single sale after that. It inspired me to believe in myself It inspired me to realize I was actually adding value to the world in a real way. Not just in a, oh yeah, that sounds like a good idea. No, people paid me for that. 
because that's how much value and service that I was adding. Okay. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. This has been a little bit of a longer one this time, um, but I think we had a lot to cover. This is a very important topic. So again, thank you so much. If you guys have any other questions, you can go to uh, my page at Bo Pinto, B-E-A-U-P-I-N-T-O. And you can click the link in my bio, book a time to talk with me, one of my staff members about how to grow your social media. Um, and if you have any questions, again, just can maybe hit me up in the DM or whatever. Um, and, uh, and what else? Um, you know, uh, you can just hit, oh yeah, butterflyinfluence.com, butterflyinfluence.com. Um, all of our services are there. Um, and, uh, you can book a time to talk to me or one of my staff members. So Ray, I appreciate you, uh, asking the question about sales. I think it was super important. A lot of people wanted to hear about it. Thanks again to high, high folks underscore edibles, um, for, uh, the, uh, incredible, uh, food that they made at our influencer event. Um, but for also being our most, uh, committed student. Um, and you know, it's crazy, you know, you went from, uh, no followers and you know, uh, well, you actually had more of a personal account. Then you went to a business account, started getting the hundreds of followers right away. I'm super proud of you. And I'm really glad that you've been actually not just, not just listening to this advice, but, but taking action on it and applying. Cause I'm telling you guys right now, um, you can have all the ideas in the world, but without execution, it's nothing. Right. So that's my, the last thing I'll leave you with is execution is everything. Right. You know, again, people ask me all the time, well, you know, I know you don't want to tell your secrets. No, I'm, I tell people my secrets every fucking day because I pray that they'll actually do something with it. So please be one of those people that does something with it. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate it so much. And we will see you again next Tuesday at seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Pow.